Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Elio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Allie Siegel. <laughs> and I'm murderous Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Melissa, who are our patrons for today? We've got Dan, Emily, Andrew, and Jake. Guys, welcome to the team. We are so happy to have you. Melissa, what is our episode for today? Okay, today's a doozy. Uh-oh. So the case of the Murdoch family has been dominating the headlines the past few months, and I haven't really looked into it. I'm like, what? I just keep hearing about the Murdoch family, the Murdoch family. Can I be honest? I'm glad we're doing this episode because I've heard that name so many times, and I've never been like, okay, but who are they? And people will be like, the Murdochs, and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, totally. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to tell you, it is, it's intense. Okay. And also, other than all of the murders, the weirdest thing about the family is that the name is spelled M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H. Should oh, yeah. be Murdaw, but it's Murdoch. That is the weirdest, I would it's say. Weird. Yeah. So for the last century, the Murdochs <coughs> excuse me. For the last century, the Murdochs have been. <laughs> the one curse of the has richest- begun. <laughs> <laughs> the curse. Oh no, it's October. <laughs> The Murdochs have been one of the richest and most influential families in Hampton, South Carolina, but they've been involved in a few scandals the last few years. Uh Uh-oh. Some say the family has gotten away with literally murder because Uh of their name. What's the deal with this family? Let's get into it. Okay, Jerry, let's go. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. This is on the level of like Chad and Lori Daybell, like the amount of people in this story. Oh my God. So get your pens and paper out and everyone. <laughs> especially log especially it. if you're driving. Especially if you're driving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get your white get your dry erase boards, get your driving notebook out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as you're driving down the freeway at sixty five, take some notes. <laughs> It's just going to be like shapes and squiggles. (laughs) Okay, so there are four recent deaths and one shooting connected to the Murdochs. It's like a Harlan Coben novel. You remember that Netflix show, The Stranger, where it's like, nothing makes sense, but I'm going to keep watching. I don't know why. No, but keep going. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. That will resonate with someone, I'm sure. Someone. Someone who loves... Someone somewhere is going, oh, yes. yes. Melissa, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. So, February 24th, 2019, there was a boat crash, and 19-year-old Paul Murdoch drunkenly crashed a boat just outside of Paris Island, South Carolina, around 2 a.m., And 19-year-old Mallory Beach was ejected into the water, and the other five passengers survived. There were six people on this boat. Mallory's body was found a week later, and Paul was charged with three felonies, but he never went to jail. Of course. So I'm going to give like just a quick summary of what's going on, then I'll get deeper into each of these things. Okay, so then Paul's grandfather, his great-grandfather, and his great-great-grandfather were all solicitors of South Carolina from 1920 to 2006. And a solicitor is just another word for a district attorney, like elected official. And some people say it's the most powerful position in the South Carolina judicial system. So the Murdoch family since 1920 has like been in charge there. Jesus. So they're, you know, one of the most powerful families in South Carolina. They basically run Hampton County and their family as a law firm, so they handle most of the lawsuits. So then, cut to this year, June 7th, 22-year-old Paul Murdoch, the one who was in the boat boat crash, and his 52-year-old mother, Maggie Murdoch, were found murdered on their family's 1,700-acre property where their hunting lodge is, about 60 miles west of Charleston. Anyone who has a hunting lodge, it's like red flag bad news. Uh-huh. So the police haven't released a ton of details, but what we know is that Paul was killed by two shotgun blasts, and then Maggie died of multiple gunshots from a semi-automatic rifle. So two different weapons were used, but they were killed at the same time. Yikes. So then Alec Murdoch, who is Paul's dad, Maggie's husband, he called 911 around 10 o'clock to report that he found these bodies. And so Paul and Maggie died between like 9 and 9.30 p.m., Alec was named a person of interest, but apparently he had a solid alibi. And then the sheriff's office recused itself of doing the investigation because it had too many ties to the family. Oh, This uh, thing called SLED took over, which is South Carolina Law Enforcement Division. It's like a separate division. They took over. And then Alec is also being looked at for obstruction of justice involving this 2019 boat crash that killed Mallory Beach. Oh, my God. So they're looking at all sorts of cover-ups. And then there's two more deaths tied to this family. Jesus. So Stephen Smith, this happened in 2015. 
Stephen Smith was found dead in the middle of a remote country road in Hampton County around 4 a.m. in July of 2015. He was 19. And the crime scene was pretty bad. There was just a lot of blood. He had like a hole in his forehead and his head had blunt force trauma. Oh, God. And the autopsy reveals the cause of death was blunt force trauma due to being hit by a vehicle. But no one there, no law enforcement officers believe it was a hit and run. Like there's no evidence at the scene to believe a vehicle did this. Like there's no tire marks. There's no debris. And the police received a ton of tips that the Murdoch family was involved. Oh, God. Specifically, Paul's older brother, Buster. So, so far we've got Paul and Buster. Those are the kids. Well, they're like in their 20s. And then Alec is the dad. Maggie's the mom. Buster was linked to Steven, but the police never proved it was him. It was just like rumors of like, oh, yeah, I heard that he did it. Buster sounds like the black sheep of the family who's like they have to keep covering up his crimes. Uh Uh-huh. So they found Steven's car three miles from the crime scene. His wallet was inside his car. The gas cap was unscrewed and hanging off. Weird. So like officials believe that he ran out of gas and he started walking home. And they claim like a truck mirror hit his face. But when the person who did the autopsy was asked why they thought a car hit him, they said because he was in the road and there were no gunshots or evidence of a murder weapon. So it must have been a car. That was their only reason. That's a stupid conclusion. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Stephen was totally sober. He was also an openly gay young man in a small town. And he was in school for nursing when he died. And then the case went cold for a year after his death. But then the case was reopened this year after Paul and Maggie were murdered. Oh, makes sense. Because a relative of Stevens went to the police for an interview. He claimed that some of the Murdoch boys were involved in this death. And then another girl named Kayla was interviewed. And she said she heard Stephen was beat up and thrown out of the car by Buster Murdoch holy shit this is as like a hate like a hate crime yeah okay and then here's another death gloria sutterfield so in december of 2018 paul's father alec he settled a wrongful death claim 57 year old gloria died after falling on february 26 2018 the court documents don't specify where she fell or how just that she fell she also happened to be the Murdoch's family housekeeper for over 20 years. Oh, God. And she left behind two sons. And there was a wrongful death suit. I'll get more into that. I'm sure she saw something while cleaning or like saw some papers or something or saw Perhaps. someone being killed. Perhaps she did. And then there was a prosecutor named Duffy Stone who was on the case. And he had a ton of conflicts with the case. And he didn't recuse himself from the case, and he was handpicked by the Murdoch family to be the prosecutor in 2006. And they, like, backed him with their money. They're like, we want this guy being the prosecutor for Hampton County or whatever. And then Alec Murdoch is also a volunteer for the solicitor's office and has been for many years. So this family just has ties to these district attorneys. And then finally, this year, Duffy Stone finally recused himself after something that happened with Alec. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> September 4th, 2021, just a few, just about a month recently, ago. yeah. Alec Murdoch was shot in the head. Jesus. He called 911 
from the side of a rural road. He said he was changing a tire and he was about seven miles from the family's hunting lodge. And like the police get there, he was airlifted to a hospital because there was just like so much blood. Ended up being a superficial wound, which means it just grazed his head. So they got there and like there was so much blood that they couldn't tell how bad it was. So they just like airlifted him from the hospital and they're like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, you'll be fine. Yeah. He said he was traveling from his home in Islington to Charleston, but where he was driving was, like, out of the way. And then one report said maybe he had a flat tire because one of the tires was slashed. Weird. And then a few days after the shooting, shit got really weird. So I think it was September 6th-ish. Alec issued an apology and admitted to having a drug problem, money problems, He said his law firm blamed him for misappropriating millions of dollars and his lawyer said he's in rehab, but there's like nothing to confirm that. What? Also, the knife used to puncture Alec's tires was traced back to Alec himself. Oh, Alec. What is happening here? (laughs) I know. It's crazy. Did he try to like commit suicide or something and then couldn't do it? Yeah. uh Uh-huh. So, let's go over this timeline real quick. So, 2015, Stephen Smith is found dead in the middle of the road. They say a car hit him, but the rumors are that, like, Buster Murdoch killed him. 2018, the housekeeper, quote-unquote, fell. 2019, this is when Mallory Beach died in the boat driven by Paul Murdoch. And then June 2021, Paul and his mom Maggie were found shot dead. And then September... Alec was shot. Jesus. So let's get into Mallory Beach's death, the boat crash from 2019. So there's some video released that shows Paul Murdoch. He was 19 at the time. He used his older brother Buster's ID to buy beer and White Claws from a gas station. Maria's favorite. Dope. You love White (laughs) Claws. White Claws are fun. White Claws Mm -hmm. are fun, you know. Never had one. Oh, they're really good. It's like an alcoholic LaCroix. It's exactly what it is. Great. Sounds good. Not sugary, not just like a, you know. Oh. Yeah. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, all six friends were hanging out. They go to the Murdoch River home owned by Paul's grandpa. Because, of course, they're rich and they own a river home. So they take the boat to go to this oyster bake party, which sounds fun. It sounds like a great time. I don't know what the, if I'd want to go with the present company. Not you, this present company. I mean, story present company. I don't know. Yes. If, mm-hmm. You know. But you guys, I'd love to go to a, you know, a clam bake with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> sounds fun. <laughs> no, but this isn't a clam bake. Isn't this an, an oy- oyster, oyster off? That's oh, gross. sorry. See, I'm not trying to go to an oyster party. I'd go to a you clam like bake. You oysters? I've never had one because they look like snot. <gasps> oh no, they're so good. I've oh. had one, but it is. F- I I do fear it very, and it's the probably because of it is interesting. I just fear, like I feel like it's playing like Russian roulette. Yes. It's like, am I going to get sick or not? You, you know what I mean. Gotten sick from an oyster. I know, yes. but then there's that Mr. Bean episode where he gets real sick yeah. from his oysters. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get you don't want to get yourself into a Mr. Bean situation. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no, you don't. 
I'm always looking out, trying to yeah. get into a Mr. Bean type situation. I never want to get like a turkey on my head. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, so these six kids, they get smashed at this oyster bake. Uh, Paul wants to take the boat to go to another bar. And then Mallory's boyfriend suggests that they get an Uber, but Paul is wasted and he doesn't care. Mm. And like on the way to the bar, Paul almost drives into a bridge and they get to the bar. Paul and his friend Connor go inside into the bar and they get Jaeger shots. Ugh. Gross. And Paul, of course, uses his mom's credit card to buy all of these shots. Ew, oysters and Jaeger shots. I is- know. Oh. That's not a good combo. No, he's going to get beaned. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got beaned. You got beaned. Uh, so surveillance footage shows the rest of the group are just waiting at the waterfront park for Paul and Connor to leave the bar because they're like, we don't want to drink anymore. We just want to go home. Paul is like stumbling. He's yelling at his girlfriend and they all get back into the boat and they leave downtown Buford and everyone is trying to get Mallory's boyfriend to drive because he wasn't drunk. But Paul refused. He's like, fuck you guys. I'm driving this boat. And he was also yelling and saying terrible things to his girlfriend. And she yelled at him. What are you going to do? Hit me again? Oh, God. And Paul slapped her and spit on her. Jesus. This like 19 year old kid who's like already a piece of shit. Well, he learned that from somewhere. Yeah. Not a Mr. Bean episode. I'll tell you that. That never happened. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So then he took off in the boat and then he was like driving recklessly. Somehow they hit like a median or a bridge or something and three people were ejected from the boat. Jesus Christ. It was um, Connor and Paul's girlfriend. They were severely injured. And then Mallory was gone. They couldn't, but there's audio of the 911 call where they're like, just like screaming, like, we can't find her. We don't know what's happening. So then the cops arrived and Paul was like being belligerent. He was yelling at the police. And then he asked someone to use their phone so he could call his grandpa, the district attorney. Oh, God. Then some crazy documents came out that claimed the officers conspired to cover up that Paul was driving and to frame his friend Connor as the driver of the boat. Oh, shit. And so there were three officers that were named to all have ties to the Murdoch family. And then one of the officers on the scene asked who was driving the boat, and they all said Paul. Everyone's like, Paul was driving. But in the report that he wrote, it says nobody knew who was driving. So he didn't write down that it was Paul. Everyone's like, oh, we don't know who was driving. That's so fucked. Yep. And then Paul was taken in an ambulance to the hospital. He had to be tied to the gurney because he was like just being so insane and drunk. Oh, my God. And at the hospital, the police were questioning him and Paul's dad, Alec, and Grandpa Randolph Murdoch busted in and they were like, we're done here. My son isn't talking to you. Like they were more concerned with the police talking to Paul than like finding Mallory's body who she's like still missing. Jesus. And then Alec in the hospital, Alec Murdoch, Paul's dad, he was also seen talking to other crash victims, like going to their rooms 
and like specifically Paul's girlfriend's room, like telling them what to say to the police. Like, here's what you got to tell the police, like trying to get them to like say that Connor was driving the boat. Oh, God. Yeah. And then a nurse said that Paul was the most arrogant teenager she's ever met. I'm sure. Yeah. And then also a lot of evidence was missing. Paul's phone was taken by a police officer, but then disappeared. And Paul's wallet was never found, which had his fake ID in it. So that was conveniently missing. And then there were photos of blood samples from the boat that could prove Paul was driving mysteriously disappeared. And there was recorded evidence of Anthony saying Paul was driving the boat. Like that all went missing. Paul's blood alcohol level was 0.286, which is oh my God. over the legal limit. Jesus Christ. Crazy. So he was charged with three felonies, including driving under the influence. He didn't go to jail, but he was facing a court case where he would potentially go to jail for up to 25 years. But again, he died on June 7th. He got shot. So this case could never, nothing ever happened. So the criminal part of this case is like, what are they going to do? But now they're investigating whether obstruction of justice occurred. And it for sure did. Yeah, I mean, uh, it seems like it happened all over the place. The, The three officers who are facing obstruction charges, they're still employed by the police office. Police, the police office, the ones who like for sure covered up stuff for him. The one person who did actually write in his report that Paul was driving the boat, was fired from the department for alleged drug use. But he was never charged. He was just fired. So the one person who was like trying to get the right info, like, oh, yeah, we heard that Paul was driving. They fired him. Oh, my God. Crazy. And then Connor, Paul's friend, is suing Alec Murdoch for conspiring to frame him as the driver. What? That's like, yeah, crazy. So that's the boat death. Jesus. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shout outs, discounts, and more. Video episodes early. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, please screenshot it, and we will shout you out on the podcast. Also, you don't really need to screenshot it. We can just read it. Uh, Erios also has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Erios. We will continue to play your voicemails until the end of time. It's like chatting with friends on the phone. We love it. We love it so much. It's some of our favorite things. We feel like you're all our best friends. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. 
With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Now let's talk about Maggie and Paul's death this year. June 7th, 2021, Alec Murdoch called 911 to report that his wife Maggie and son Paul had been shot at their hunting lodge property. Paul was killed with two shotgun blasts, and then Maggie died from multiple gunshots from a semi-automatic rifle. So, like, two different guns, probably two different shooters. They don't know. Or one gun in each hand. Sure. True. You get true. a shotgun in one hand. Right. Yeah. Um, so Alec called 911 around 10 p.m. No arrests were made. And the police also said there's no danger to the public. It's like, well, how do you know? There could be some crazed person out there shooting people, but they're like, no, 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 no danger to the public. <laughs> like, what? okay. In the updated report, it says there may be evidence of a third person at the scene. People on the internet think it could be Buster. Paul's brother. That would make sense. But that's oh, by the way, the Reddit page for this is like an encyclopedia. Oh my god, really? It's people who make Reddit pages for this stuff. I don't know how they do it. It's like so organized. Like there's different tabs for like like the mom, the dad, the family. Their ties to like the community. Like it's it's <laughs> fascinating. I spent oh my hours reading it. It's, it's amazing. Um. The police said that Alec has a very reliable alibi for that night, and other people think it could be related to the boat crash. Like, maybe somebody's getting back at Paul for killing Mallory Beach. Maybe. But everyone that was, like, on the boat and all the family, they've all volunteered DNA samples. And so no one who was on the boat's a person of interest. Well, that's what innocent people do. Uh Uh-huh. Be like, yeah, it wasn't me. Here, take my DNA. Yeah. The evidence, they had Maggie's cell phone was found a day later um, along a road just outside of the hunting property where her body was found. So her phone was found like on a road. That's kind of the only evidence they have. At the time, Alec and Paul were facing a huge wrongful death suit in the death of Mallory Beach that was supposed to take place three days after the murders. So, like, the Mallory Beach's family was, like, going to sue them. How did they make How did they make all their money? How did the Murdochs have all their money? They have law firms. And they uh, do a lot of wrongful death 
suits like that's their thing in the community they're like we know all about it we do it all the time (laughs) yeah and just like money laundering and like scheming like they're just big schemers oh okay so now let's talk about steven smith's death so he was 19 years old killed july 2015 so a relative of steven's went into the police for an interview claimed that one of the murdoch boys was involved in, in steven's death Another girl named Kayla was interviewed. She said she heard Stephen was beat up and thrown out of a car by Buster Murdoch. Another person said Buster and his friend were driving a car and Buster leaned out of the side with a bat and hit Stephen in the head. Oh, my God. Well, that makes sense, actually. Yeah. Because they said it like the autopsy was like, oh, they were hit by the side of a, a truck mirror. Yeah. And the highway patrol has a record of attempting to call Buster Murdoch in October of 2015, but his voicemail was full, and they never got in in contact with him to investigate all these rumors. They're like, oh, yeah, Buster, we'll call him and see what the deal is. They never got in contact with him. They just, like, ignored all these rumors. Like, stop by the house, freak. Yeah. Go to the fucking house. (laughs) So Stephen's mom did an interview she believes her son was murdered for being gay by certain members of a prominent local family she didn't say the murdochs but she's probably afraid she's probably afraid to and then buster and his two friends were at a baseball game the night of the murder and they were getting wasted and one of the guys that supposedly did this steven told his sister that he had a fling with one of the boys Mm. So that's interesting. Yeah. And the day that Stephen passed away, Randy Murdoch was the second person to call Stephen's dad after the coroner. So Randy Murdoch is another member of the Murdoch family. There's so she many. She says, Murdoch. how many are there? So Randy M- Murdoch called Stephen's dad and said he wanted to take the case and it would be free of charge. Like, oh, I'll, I'll do this. I'll be your lawyers for you. A member of the Murdoch family. They were like, uh... Weird. So the family told the police, they're like, that's weird. Why would one of the Murdoch family uh, want to be our lawyer? Well, if... if if uh, What's-his-face Buster probably had something to do with it. Yeah. And then we come to the housekeeper. Gloria was the Murdoch's housekeeper and nanny for about 25 years. She allegedly tripped and fell down the stairs at the Murdoch home in Hampton in 2018, and apparently the dogs caused her to fall. And, yeah, suspect. What is this, the omen? Don't blame it on the dogs. Don't blame it on the dogs. Uh -uh. Cruella DeVille. So after she died, there was a wrongful death lawsuit. She had two sons, by the way, neither of which were named as representatives of her estate. And Alec's best friend, Corey Fleming, was the lawyer representing... The Satterfield family. It's crazy because it's like Alec having his best friend be a lawyer suing him for wrongful death. Like, that's not, that's crazy. That doesn't happen. That is so weird. But the judge who approved it was the same judge in the boat crash case. Oh, God. So Gloria's two sons said they never received any settlement money from the insurance company. And the Murdochs didn't even pay for her funeral. On September 15th, 2021, a couple of weeks ago, a lawsuit was filed against Corey Fleming's firm alleging civil conspiracy of stolen funds 
in connection to the wrongful death suit. Alec was also named in the suit. And as of two weeks ago, SLED, the law enforcement division, announced they are opening an investigation into her death and all the financial crimes involved. An autopsy was never performed, and her death certificate says natural causes, which doesn't make sense. It wasn't natural causes. She fell. Yeah. What? And so it doesn't make sense. So at the funeral, Alec went around to Gloria's family and said he was going to set them up with a lawyer who was going to file a wrongful death suit against him. And his insurance company is going to get them a big payout. He said, he's like, the death happened at my house. So it's my responsibility. I'm going to get you guys money. So he brings them to a lawyer who he doesn't tell them that he knows Corey, that Corey's his best friend. He's like, here's a lawyer who's going to help you out. Get some set up with Corey. Corey convinces Gloria's son that they need a banker to be the representative of the mother's estate. So like they agree they don't know. They're like, oh, th- he's a lawyer. He must know what, you know, what what to do. So now, Corey is only legally allowed to contact this representative, this banker named Chad Westendorf, because he's now the representative of Gloria's estate. And so these sons have nothing to do with this suit anymore. They're like involved, but like they're not con- they're not in contact with the lawyer anymore. The banker is named the representative. Corey files this lawsuit. The sons have no idea this is happening. Oh, my God. And so the judge who's allowing this to happen is, again, the same judge involved in the boat crash. So during mediation, it's decided that the wrongful death suit is settled for $4 million, which will all be paid to this banker guy, Chad. And so the sons had no idea any of this was happening. So this $4 million is to be paid out to Chad Westendorf. And then another weird thing, Alec Murdoch convinced the court to take his name off of the wrongful death suit that says he's liable. It's not a thing that happens unless yeah, you must have like, be nice. close ties. Unless you have close ties to the judge. Like you can't just get your name taken off of lawsuits. It's crazy. This $4.3 million settlement, the money went to Corey Fleming, the lawyer, and Alec instructs Corey to, he tells Corey, take these lawyer fees, take your lawyer fees out of the settlement, write a check for the rest of the settlement to a consulting firm called Forge Estates in Atlanta. They'll take care of it. It's, this is a thing that does happen where like, if you get a settlement, you send it to a, like this, company or an estate and it'll like deal with it for you like it'll send you the money over time puts it in annuities whatever so Corey's like okay yeah i'll send it to forge estates in atlanta they'll get it to the sons they'll figure it out but alec gives Corey a p.o box to mail the check to so Corey does and then it's a p.o box that alec set up for himself <laughs> it's secretly his own p.o box and then alec sets up a bank account with the name forge estates oh he deposits God. the check so he gets whatever millions of dollars so that's it's insane it's insane so then that was this all happened a couple weeks ago and then Jesus. some recent updates um alec murdoch's wife saw a divorce attorney Six weeks before she was shot dead. So Uh-oh. that's new information. So maybe like... He didn't want to split alimony. 
Yep, yep. And then, September 14th, Curtis Edward Smith, who's 61, is arrested in connection to the assisted suicide shooting of Alec Murdoch. Oh. Murdoch said that there was a scheme set up so his surviving son Buster could collect a $10 million life insurance policy. Because I guess if, if there, like suicide isn't yeah, covered sure. under life insurance. So he hired a guy, this guy, Curtis, is supposedly one of Alex's drug dealers, hired him to shoot him. But like, he didn't die. He, they, they messed up. They like the shooting up. barely grazed his head. So now he's like in trouble for like trying to do this like insurance scheme. Oh, my God. And then September 15th, a criminal investigation opened up in Gloria's death, the housekeeper's death. And then Alec surrenders to the authorities in connection to the insurance fraud charges. And he's released on a $20,000 bond and a court date is set for October 25th. Coming up. Yes. It's part of spooky Astober. spooky Astober. So, yeah, that's... Any questions? (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. It's like a Shakespeare play. Like, it's like... Yes. It really is. It's a lot. It's a lot. I want to see where these people live. I want to see... I I want to see some... hunting lodge. Oh, these guys. (laughs) These people are ugly. You You didn't mention that part. They're ugly. Oh, they are not... (laughs) <laughs> they are not a good-looking bunch. No, they ugly. Okay, I thought their hunting lodge was going to be like... I thought it was going to be like some estate, but their hunting lodge is like a little... is like a cabin. Yeah, it's just on 1,700 acres. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this hunting lodge isn't great, but then I'm looking at some other um, some other mansion that looks kind of nice. They got a nice river house. Wow. Um, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. What a family. I mean, <laughs> let's, can you, can you imagine Christmas? <laughs> Woof. Especially this Thanksgiving. Year. Yeah. yeah, that's no good. <laughs> I'm assuming he's going to go to jail because like he admitted to like scheming his law firm out of millions of dollars buying, he's uh buying some opioids. Wow. I just wonder who killed Paul and Maggie. I wonder if. It's possible that Alec killed him because there was that wrongful death suit coming up and his wife wanted to divorce him. Why would Alec slash his own tires? I don't know. To like make it seem like he had a flat tire, he was fixing his car, someone came by and shot him. Yeah. So it wasn't, (laughs) he he wasn't trying to, he wasn't, okay, all right. So it looked like a holdup or something like that. I got it. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Mm. Well, if you guys have any of your own theories about this uh disgusting looking both inside and out family, um wow, Nancy Grace takes a deep dive into murder mysteries surrounding the family. Nas- Nancy Grace is a nut too. Anyways, um <laughs> yeah, Melissa, where Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. All right. Well, I am Allie. Don't drive a boat drunk, Seagull. And I'm Melissa 
don't hire someone to kill you and have them miss shooting your head and go to jail. Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. Don't mess with the Murdochs, maybe. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a big too many, line. Too many too pieces many to the puzzle. <laughs> too many Murdochs. All right, guys. Well, shout out to Mr. Bean who sponsored this episode. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>